You've selected Country AF Radio on demand. Can take it with me anywhere. Plays whatever I want. You've heard of TED Talks. Now listen to Toad Talks. Toad sitting here with Mr. Mark McKay. What's up? How are you? So good, dude. How are you? I'm I'm awesome. Dude. I'm so excited to be in Vegas. I'm going to lose all my money tonight. What are you going to play? What am I going to play? Games wise or music yes. tonight? Games. Wow. I'm going to play blackjack. Blackjack. I don't do craps before blackjack. If I do well at blackjack, I play craps. That's pretty good. Craps. Not very good at that. I probably learned that game like six times. Count to seven. Nine. Um, <laughs> did I, is it right? <laughs> Dude, I play the game and I forget how to play. But so blackjack, super fun. I love single deck. I yep. love hand dealt. I, if I walk by and they got a shoe and four decks, I'm out. Come find me. I'm going to play all night. After where at? It's a good question. You're going to tell me where. Oh, yeah. Got any ideas? You staying at the Hilton? Um, where are you staying I'm at? staying at the penthouse at the Wynn. Are you really? Yeah, we're on the Let's very top. Fucking go downstairs. That's Baller. what we'll do. Yeah. How the hell did you do that? Well, I don't know. You know people? I guess he knows people. <laughs> wow, I know more people than I do. Oh, so good. Dude, what's your favorite thing about coming to, Ve- to, to Vegas? That didn't even come out right. It's playing Stonies, duh. Okay, outside of that. Uh, you know, ever since the horrific Route 91 tragedy, I, uh, feel like i've gotten very close to this community yeah yeah i used to just like come here and hang out on the strip and do what people do on the strip and not remember it the next day right but um there's a great like sense of community here and uh ever since that happened i just i just like coming here i don't always hang out on the strip actually i just sort of enjoy i got friends now i just it's good it's like vacation are they all gonna be here tonight (laughs) (laughs) we had this joke going on earlier but all four of them toad (laughs) yeah yeah so uh, I don't, I mean, I know you played our, our benefit right after, but I don't recall how that all came together. Like how you got on that bill. Um, well, it was our agent talking with you guys that made it happen, but I, I, I had, you know, I, I started playing on the West coast. So I came up kind of playing bars in Vegas a long time ago. Right. So I just really wanted to be a part of it. Good. So I don't know. You guys were looking for a slot and you said, if you know, there's a lame dude with the name Mark, we'll take him. <laughs> we'll take him. Uh, were you at root? I wasn't. I was actually supposed to be on that night, and I don't even say that to sound cool. I was supposed to be there, and I wasn't. That's um, that's a blessing, man. Yeah, Lord was looking out for you that night. That's for sure. I remember being here to play that benefit with you guys, and uh, all Vegas residents would remember this. But I remember being on that street corner when the lights were still on and the right. hotel windows were still blown out. I just I must have stood there for two hours, just in total disbelief. I didn't go anywhere back around there. Probably ah, uh, that that's not true. I went back so the day after. They let the attorneys go in. Oh, yeah. I went back in because we had equipment there. We had a dance floor there. Our DJ wow. was there. So I went and had to go pick up some stuff. But I did a walkthrough, retraced my steps on getting out and where I was. And I was going to take my girlfriend with me, but I didn't. Right. Um, not quite sure she could handle it, to be honest with you. Like, it was... It Gnarly, was huh? Yeah. Yeah. Then we didn't go back anywhere around there. And then my mom, my mom, probably like two, three months later, asked us to take her back there and show her where we went. And it's, it's pretty nuts. I mean, I don't... I follow some stuff on the news here and there. There's a lot of groups. There's a lot of people that try and get Stonies involved with stuff, and and it's it's tough because we want to move forward. Country sure. strong. I mean, sure. our new shirts stay, uh, which stay, are awesome, by the way. Thank, thank you, you for mine. Heck yeah, they say Vegas stronger, and uh, that's pretty much what what we want to keep growing to. Yeah, just keep being stronger. Yeah, it's been an amazing sense of community. I will say that. That's, uh, that's for I sure. Yeah, I'm. Gl- I, we're, we're we're happy, and thank you for playing that show because it was. Uh, it was it was crazy. Powerful moment. It, it was. I never thought that it was going to be like that. And then our second one we just did, um, Tony Jackson came back and played. And, uh, He's great. Dude. 
You know what's funny about that first one was so many people said to me, do you think anyone's going to show up? Like yeah. after, a, after an event like that, do you think people are going to show up at a venue? Two and days I, later. Three, uh, it was Wednesday. Yeah, so it was, it was two days later. Yeah. Three days and, later. I, and I said, well, yeah, I mean, I don't know, but I, I hope so. And I remember walking out at the very beginning, and I was like, this place is like at capacity. Yeah. So that's good. Beautiful. It was, I was... I think that I felt it was really weird because Chris went Saturday, went Friday, Saturday. I went Friday. I skipped Saturday, went to the lake. Uh, and then Sunday we went back and Chris was so hungover. He didn't go Sunday. So it was just like timing. Everything happens for a reason. Crazy. Super weird. But Crazy. you look at that. And then this year we did the reunion um, kind of thing. That's what I like to call it. Um, I don't like to call it a benefit show or yeah. it was a celebration of life in some sense. It rekindled a lot of things for people and it was an opportunity for people to come together. And we yep. raised some money for, um, this guy Dennis that has this great, great nonprofit called Love Wins, and it's just probably he's one of the he humbled me that night. I mean, I don't take for granted what we have here and what we do, but that night I was all over again. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. He he uh, presented me with um, every year he does fifty eight ra- random acts of kindness, and the fifty eighth one he did is he hand me a um, this kind of like plaque trophy thing that just said you know thank you for being who you are and you've touched more people than you think you have oh how cool it was it was pretty it was pretty neat but i mean we look at love wins and he wants to do one every year and we got to figure out a way to do that to not necessarily call it a route 91 event yeah. because i don't want to do one every year like yeah, that. yeah 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 kind of yeah. to me it defeats the purpose of moving forward sure we can remember but let's talk fun stuff so a year passed since pretty much the last time you've been here what's what's been going on with you so we signed our big management deal in Nashville, and I called Na- – I mean, N- Nashville was already home like maybe half the time, but now it's full-time. And I've just been working on new music and writing like a knucklehead yeah, and um, hanging out with our mutual friend CJ Solar every day. <sighs> and uh, no, it's been cool, but I'm just – I'm excited. You know, it feels really good to like get back on the road and play, and uh, I'm looking forward to next year. I think it's going to be fun. Do you write with CJ? I do. Yeah? Yeah. In fact, did you hear our sound check today? Because CJ co-wrote that song. I didn't. I didn't. You're not listening because you don't like me? (laughs) It's a joke. We never let this go. Yeah. uh, See, I love writing with CJ. He's he's an incredible writer. Right. Yeah. So what what song did you guys co-write? Are you playing it tonight? I'm playing it tonight, yeah. It's a song called Back to Summer, which is unreleased. And I'm going to play it tonight so that you take yourself back to summer. Which? Get it? I need to. Yep. I need to. It's going to be all about beaches and boats and girls and i like it because it's funny i um uh austin burke has a song called one summer and i went into uh, an uncle cracker song called floating yeah. yesterday i think when i was yeah i do the 12 to 3 spot on this thing and i and i was like uh i need summer back we just bought a boat um how cool i, I picked up the wake surfing thing and I, that's that's all i want to do is because yep. i don't have no phone yeah um, i can listen to my radio station out there but have no phone and it's just kind of peaceful yep yeah and it doesn't hurt when you fall what's the closest lake that you go to out here? lake mead it's, oh cool yeah it's 30 30 minutes from my house that's cool i'm in in the water in 30 minutes yeah and super it's, cool it is i actually have to go i drop my boat off to get some some stuff put on it and i pick it up tuesday and i'm like man maybe if it's nice i'll just go put it in the water i'm just wondering um at what point you were going to invite me to go on the boat so here's what's funny about this this is where i always go with the story and you can ask Heather tonight if if you say something about going on the lake uh-huh. and you ask me, my response is always, "Oh, it's her boat. You're gonna have to ask her." Oh, okay, perfect. So we've had these experiences. Like, there's probably been three or four people on the boat. That's it. That's it. Do you have more friends than that? You think? I do, but I just don't like people. Oh, that's okay. the problem. And so think about this. Think this is our thought process, the philosophy behind it all. I like people. Yep. But four hours with someone in this enclosed, could you spend four hours in here with me? We'd probably kill each other. I mean, it'd be fun, but that's you know fair. what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> 
We'd have a long interview. Yeah. But uh, that's the way that we think about it. We go to the lake. It's literally an escape for us. It's a quick escape because we don't go to California like we used to. Sure. Just too busy. So it's kind of like uh, we go out there and... Um, Sounds awesome. Yeah, it's peaceful. It really and, does. And when the lake's nice. But you know what? I was talking to, uh, you know Todd Thomas? Yeah, I don't. He works with um, Curb Records. Oh, cool. I, was just, I might know him. I, I don't, yeah. Beard. Cool. Uh, American Young. You know cool. that band? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, her husband. Oh, cool. Her, her husband. Anyway. Cool. He's coming out with uh, John Gurney, and we kind of like joked about him coming out early and then going to the lake and, and all that kind of stuff. And we were shooting the poop, and I got home, and I'm like, Heather, dude, Todd's coming. He wants to go to the lake, kind of. We could just act like we never talked about it. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> so funny. But my attitude is my girl likes to she, she likes to she'll, she likes to drive the boat. Doesn't like to get in the water too much. Like to cool off that sure, sure, sure. She wants to get sun. Is that water cold? No, it's like seventy five in the summer, eighty. I, I mean bet. it gets warm. I was gonna say, probably a sauna out there. Dude, it's beautiful. But we go we go to the other side of the basin and kind of like get away from everybody. And it's usually just the two of us and you're supposed to have three people on a boat. Can I ask you a terrible geography question? Sure. Is Lake Las Vegas near Lake Mead? It is. Is it like a part of Lake Mead? Kind of. What happens is the water, as it gets, I, I'm assuming, as it gets refined, yeah. it goes into Lake Las Vegas, too. They, oh. they have a little dam there, and they hold it before Got it goes it. into Lake Mead. Got it. But yes. Last time I was here, I had a, um, a gift for some nights at Lake Las Vegas, and I stayed out there. It's beautiful. I thought it was so cool. Did you stay at the Lowe's, or what was it? I stayed at what is now, I think, a Westin. Yeah, I think that's the old Lowe's. The one with the, it's got a pool and a, so cool. and a, and a slide for the kids, Many and they pools. got two pools. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Places, and the sushi bar that was downstairs was pretty awesome. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. That place. I might, I, yeah. Someday we should just buy that resort. Because I was thinking, it was, <laughs> it's kind of cool. It's like like pools, lake, nice weather, killer rooms, and then you can like... You're 25 minutes away from like world class entertainment, dude. You could be like Celine, you Celine come to Dion the Mark McKay show. Oh, really? Yeah, and she takes a helicopter from there to like Caesars or wherever her show is. That's how she gets to work. Oh wow, that is incredible. Yeah, I don't. The only thing that sucks about that lake is only one time a year do they allow, uh, allow a gas boat on there, and that's when uh, oh. Boulder Boats goes out there and does like their uh, their Malibu showcase and their oh. Access showcase where you can de- demo boats. And wow. That's the only time that that they allow. So if I'm out there, I won't see you. I think I'm no. gonna buy. Well, actually. Like this. If I like, see the book, go by. <laughs> we might stop there for food or something. Actually, so funny. the Italian restaurant there that's inside the little village. I was never understood why that place, how it could stay open. There's like two golf courses there, but I only think one's open. But, I, yeah, I did think that a little bit, yeah. you know. But hey, I don't, whatever. I thought it was awesome. And that's what I mean. I'm doing. I'm spreading the word right now yes. that Lake Las Vegas is awesome. People should go there. It is. And they used to have a casino there, and I don't even think that casino's open anymore. How sad. Yeah. Beautiful place, though. Pool life all day, boat life with you in the afternoon, yeah. and blackjack life all night. Dude, so, the, dude, meet me, like so we tell everyone, meet us at the dock at 10. Well, we're in the water by 8.30, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> dude, must, must have just missed you. Sorry, bro. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> but, I, but I paid 10 bucks to get into the lake. Oh, man, must have just, my phone doesn't work out here. Well, it's so funny. Yeah, we answer the phone now in the summertime when we know someone that wants to go to the lake is a uh, new boat, who dis? <laughs> <laughs> Music, dude. Let's talk some yeah, more music. Yeah. Like, you got anything coming out? Do I do that? I do. I have. Oh, you, you're going to hear the first single in the first quarter of next year. Okay. Wait a minute. When does Country AF Radio get it? Because we don't like to wait. Um, you're going to get it weeks before everybody else. Okay. Which actually, I have a rough mix that's waiting for me to listen to. Cool. I would say in the next uh, couple of weeks, I might send that to you. I'd like it. What do you What do you consider yourself in the country genre? Country rock. Country rock. Yeah. I just. I've like gone around in circles about how to talk about that. I just, you know, I grew up 
a classic rocker and an old school country fan. Right. And it doesn't mean in any way that I don't like new country. I think that what's what is happening in country music is so creative and I, I really do love all of it. But um, you know, my I always say rock and roll with a banjo, you know. I'm yeah. I'm just I, I I'm wired to we're a very like guitar driven band. There's I don't see there's I mean, there there's nothing wrong with that. I think there's a there's a place for everything. I, I see every now and then the um the, the t-shirt that says uh, fuck, fuck pop country and i kind of get the giggles because chris he leans towards the outlaw i sure. lean toward i mean i like some of the stuff he listens to like the cadillac three the sure, whiskey sure, myers sure. of the world i they're like awesome. that stuff they're awesome i also like the other side i mean i like um the scott stevens of the world mm-hmm. you, you know who that dude is oh yeah he just so i wrote him yesterday and asked him for a new single and he sent me this song called uh, i feel good Holy yeah. shit! Like oh, cool. for me, I'm like, dude, it, it's him to a T. Yeah. And um, I learned one thing interviewing Cody Johnson, and uh, it's one thing. I think that every artist before they would change who they were to become something, and yep. now you kind of don't have to because you've got social media, you've got the streaming platforms, you've yep. got internet radio stations, because that's how people are finding other people. Yeah. I mean, yeah. That's pretty much what they do. Yeah, I would agree with you on that. I was actually thinking about that, like how as the as country evolved, you know, like I, it wasn't long ago that you were seeing like Florida Georgia Line and Luke Bryan starting, like I remember that award show where like Jason Derulo kicked things off with them. And, right. You know, at the time it seemed so forward. And, you know, there were some country fans that thought, oh, it's not authentic or we're getting too far away from it. And the beauty of it is that you're never really getting too far away from it. It's just evolving, you sure. know, and, and it's it's been really cool. I know Alex Williams is a mutual friend of ours. Uh, and I think it's cool that, like, there's a place for his music and a place for him. Yeah. You know? And then there's a place for a guy who grew up listening to hip hop. And it's just, I, you know, it's all good. You're talking about Sam Hunt? <laughs> <laughs> huh. Knock it off. Uh, dude, that's funny. I, I watched him on. Um, who? Sam Hunt. I wasn't a fan at first, and then I watched him on Audience, an interview, and uh, what his background and where he came from and played football at Alabama, and his producer, the first one he met at Nashville, he's stuck with ever since. And then I listened to Behind the Pines. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. I'm, I'm done, dude. Yeah, like, yeah. I got respect for that guy, and yeah. I didn't. I don't want to say that like I judged him, but I did. Yeah. But country music <laughs> today, I mean, there's... Yeah. there's so much stuff out there that's cool. I mean, you look at Lindsay L. of the world, who's... Um, I. I called her sitting in that seat that she, to me, she's the female version of Keith Urban. Yeah, yeah. I played with her at Country USA in Wisconsin this year. Yeah. I was blown away by her. I thought that, you know, I, there's a lot of girls who hold a guitar to look cool. Sure. She can play it and it sounds good. And really nice girl. Yeah, she's a sweetheart. We saw her at, I want to say, Aiba at some um, some showcase or something like that. Yeah. And then we booked her and um, I don't know. I, I was... She played on a Sunday, and I was I felt really bad because you're at the lake. No, no, I came in. I don't come in on Sundays, but I came in for that. I was part of the interview. She's like, "Thank you so much for coming in." <laughs> but I was, I was. Uh, See you at the dock at eight. Yeah, <laughs> leave that one alone. Um, I was nervous to interview her. Oh, really? I was nervous to talk to her because you look at her Bobby Bones things, and I was just like. Uh, right. But then now I'm just kind of like, yeah, she's no different than yeah. anybody else. Not, not in a bad way, but just in a sense of she's still human. And yeah, um, I don't, I don't. I don't know. I think I'm much actually. You know, than so I'll, t- I'll tell you a funny story. At that Country USA festival, I had some friends that were with me backstage who love Lindsay L. Yeah, and they were nervous to talk to her in a different context. They were just starstruck, and they sure. just listen to her all the time, and they just think she's gorgeous, which she is. And and uh, they said to me, do, "Do you think Lindsay would be nice if we talked to her?" I said, "I think you'd find that 
we're all really nice. Sure. Just, you know, it's timing. There's times where we have things we got to do or, or, you know, interviews with guys that we don't want. I'm, I'm kidding. Uh, but <laughs> don't it was, worry. Lindsay L's not here. You're, you're good. Yeah, I got time it, for you. <laughs> it was funny because the, the, the lady who was with me who loved her to death went into the, to the trailer that was, you know, either a bathroom or a shower or getting ready or something. And Lindsay was standing right there. And, and she said, Lindsay struck up conversation with her and talked to her for like 30 minutes. And awesome. she walked out and just said, as if I didn't love her enough before I went in, you know, I have, I, I have a little segment on here called uh, Without Naming Names, yeah. and there, I think it's only like nine episodes, yeah. so in 11 years of doing this, I've only had nine, actually not even all nine are bad, but there are occasions when an artist comes in or a tour manager comes in and they're just a piece of shit. Sure. I can say that. Sure. Um, but it's very rare now. This, this, I'm learning so much about uh, the people that come through here when I talk to them, um, and I'll just, uh, I'll drop a name. Dude, I'll, I write with him. And then I come around and you're just like, holy shit, like this community is so nice, so small. I would assume that if you fucked over one dude in this community, oh, yeah. you're done. Yeah. Yeah. And it's cool too. Like I came up playing in Los Angeles, like is where I, where I first broke into the music scene. Is that where you were born? Nope. I was born just South San Francisco. Okay. Uh, but LA was, I always wanted to live in LA. I always wanted to be a rock star in LA. And, um, it, it's funny because there's this, uh, you know, I mean it with no disrespect, but there's this sort of pretentious paparazzi thing that goes on in L.A. And it's a it's this real competition thing. Of sure. Who's cooler and who's not. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of hype with things there. Guys can't go to restaurants without getting hassled and photos and thing, you know, and it's a real trip how that doesn't exist in Nashville for a thousand reasons. But, you know, a lot of those guys who who you uh, you look up to and they're huge big time stars or whatever you run into them at nashville and they are just normal loving people so down to earth it's funny um the outdoor thing we did last year for acm party was here and a couple of people were backstage i'm like dude he's an asshole and i was like oh that's weird like and yeah he was cool with me like i didn't yeah. have any issues but i didn't sit back and ask him for a photo well actually right. i did i walked up to him because one of my really good friends his daughter's obsessed with him and he took the picture and other people were like he's just being a dick tonight i'm like it goes back to the timing thing he could have yeah. been yeah. doing whatever yeah yeah that's a bummer to hear though yeah i don't like to hear here. that about yeah i don't yeah if you're an asshole you guys was it alex know. williams <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna text him we're talking about you on the radio dude it was cj solar oh <laughs> <laughs> we'll even better yeah i got to you know was it an american girl that asked him for the picture <laughs> no it wasn't it oh. was african girl oh, okay um <laughs> different song different different genre <laughs> i might sing that tonight <laughs> american girl yeah. no african girl oh, I, my would, God. I would i yeah. would yeah, I Why think so. Not? I think someone, so. someone might like your music then. You and CJ can keep playing jokes on me. <laughs> Do you know um, Stevie Mons? No. You don't? Good. Nobody knows him. Yeah. <laughs> um, I have I have this thing with him, and it's like, fuck Stevie Mons. That's that's all I ever say. So I'm on the radio. He'll he'll call and talk to our programming guy and be like, you know, say whatever, text or email, whatever. Just kind of like joking. I'm just like, no, we don't play your music, bro. And he's like, can I add something? like, no, don't play it. Fuck yeah. that guy. <laughs> just kind of like joking with him. So he comes to town, and people... Well, like there's, we have a friend named Aaron that came in with a T-shirt, and on the back of it said "Fuck Stevie Wants." Oh, Hashtag so "Fuck." I was like, "This is the greatest thing ever." That is so funny. Um, but he's like one of those guys that we like to have a fun with, like you, like like yourself. You've been back here twice now. I mean, that's that's party that's, on. That says something for us because if it doesn't, it doesn't work the first time. It's very rare that we bring any any anybody back. Well, I appreciate that, and I don't know. I can't speak for every artist, but like for me, that feeling is very mutual. You know, like yeah. um, I don't want to sound like a um a a total pain in the ass, but I'm really picky about where I play too. I can't tell you how many times, you know, I spend hours writing songs. Then I spend hours producing them 
and then I spent hours shopping them yeah. and hours arguing with my manager about what to do with them. And then, you know, then there's a strategy. Then we release it. Then we promote it. Then I do a thousand interviews about it. I love it, right? But sure. then all I have to do is go to a venue where they don't care about their sound system. The, the lighting dude is lazy. Right. They're, the bouncers are mean to people at the door. Yeah. All my magic's lost. Yeah. All that hard work it for takes me to- it away. And, I, and so I just, I'm, you know. I love you guys. We take a lot of pride in, 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 in what we do here. We want you guys to come here and have an experience that's fun and, and it's uh, relaxing and you get to do that. You just get to be you. And that's totally. what we always go back to the whole thing. Like these artists that have come through here, they're changed so much. And then they come back and they, and they say that, oh, you know, all I had to do was be myself and I was fine. Yeah. And that's yeah. pretty much what yeah. it seems like. Carlton Anderson, like part of the communication with him was based on him finding his place and where he wanted to be and realizing it's okay to be that. Yeah. And he's, he's, uh, and then the songwriting stuff, he's mm-hmm. like, you know, sometimes you have to take the song that you didn't write and run with it just to get your, 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 your foot your in the door. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and I think that's neat. I mean, you got to remember, like, especially in Nashville, I can't speak for Carlton, but I would imagine his sentiment is very similar. It's like, it's really great when you have something that you care a lot about and you have a manager or an agent, a label, whatever, who really cares about you. Yeah. But sometimes there's also a songwriter out there who's written a song that's perfect for you and his manager and his agent and his label care about it too. Now you got sure. six people yeah. rallying it. So That's just politics. Do you write for other people? I write just all the time. That's all I do. And um, does, do they go to other people? Sure. I don't have any major cuts. Right. Um, but – you know, we we definitely write stuff that I enjoy writing that isn't something I would. I got a I got a funny okay. story that I never shared with CJ that I went to the Wild Horse last time we were in Nashville and he played. Oh yeah, and he played Up Down. Oh god, wow, it was different. Yeah, it was super different. <laughs> yeah, and so I always ask the question: If you write a song with like two other dudes, h- how do you know who gets it? And now I want to say that that made a lot of sense. Not that I don't know if I was just sold on the way the way Morgan Wallen sang it. Right. Or if it, that's just what I was used to. But when he sang it, I was like, man, this is totally different. Yeah. Well, it's crazy, too. Like, you'll, you know, it's usually the other way around. But sometimes you'll hear a writer sing a song that an artist made famous. Yeah. Or that an artist is known for. And, and you just go, yeah, you know, I, I like, um, for example, and I mean it in no disrespect at all. I really mean that. I love Cop Car by Keith Urban. Sam Hunt wrote that song. Yep. And he does it fine. I like Keith Urban's version better. Yeah. yeah. And I just, I'm used to it and that. Then there's other times where, you know, you, you hear the writer sing the song. And I, I think this happens more often. But you'll hear the writer sing the song with just him and an acoustic guitar in a quiet room. Right. And it's a totally different kind of magic. So William Michael Morgan's I Met a Girl. Yeah. I like Sam Hunt's version. Probably. I Totally. There you go. Pretty weird. There you go. Because yeah. I was like, I love that version actually. So that's a great example. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I don't. I heard William Michael Morgan's first, mm-hmm. and it was kind of like. And then when I listened to uh, Behind the Pines, I listened to that thing a lot. Yeah, a lot. I mean, you got Billy Currington in there. I mean, yeah. there's all these. I don't know. That's why I love country music so much. And I, I grew up in the rock world. Mm-hmm. I grew up promoting bands in this town that were um, all kinds of music, none country, none. Up until uh, I really got involved with doing this with chris like three years ago Mm -hmm. so it's like i've always had a passion for it but never at this level yeah sort sort of thing and got to know people yeah um you talk about nashville and running into people and being cool Alyssa michaela uh we walked to um starbucks right by um william morris oh yeah back in the corner back there and Uh she just walks up she goes hey toad what's going on i looked at her and i was like what's up (laughs) no idea who she was so awesome it took me it took me an hour and a half to go oh shit that is so funny yeah because she only played here I should played her twice now, but I think the first time was um, 
during ACM with she played with Midland, Michael Ray, yeah. the Swan, oh, yeah. the Swan Brothers. Yeah, I don't I think know. It was yeah, and Alyssa Michaela. Pretty nutty night that was, and I don't know. We're we're we love what we do. We love going to Nashville. We love like being Stonies and and seeing people and having fun with you at Losers. And I mean, it's just God. it's. <laughs> We have to tell everybody. I mean, I already told you. I, like, CJ was supposed to come out tonight, but he has a gig in LSU and just thought it would be too tough for him. But, you know, you only live once, CJ, so next time we're doing this. But lazy. We, we were going to have him. I said he's lazy. You're going to tell him right there. Yeah. CJ, lazy. We were going to have him fly out <laughs> so everybody hears, and uh, we were going to, like, hide him for the whole day. And then right before you went on, just I was going to introduce you as the opening act for CJ Solar and just watch you <laughs> shit your pants. <laughs> Oh, my God. Because <laughs> you can't say that that wouldn't have been funny. It would have been very funny. I would yeah. have been proud of you guys for pulling that off, actually. It was the goal. You can ask CJ, man. I think so it, funny. it was a few days later that he was like, dude, I just can't do it. I can't so because funny. the obligation would be too tough. I'm like, dude, I don't care about the plane ticket. I think that would just be like super fun. Hilarious. To, yeah, yeah. I mean, in Vegas. Uh, How long are you in town for? Uh, a couple days. You know, I've been, I've been kind of holed up in Nashville, actually, for like the last few weeks, just riding like a knucklehead. So I, I'm here till... Uh, I think Monday or Tuesday. Really? I'm kind of making a long vacation out of it. Nothing wrong. What else are you going to do while you're here? Well, um, not that, not to go too off topic. My plan was literally just to like hang here and just kill, you know, I don't know, shop, play blackjack, do whatever. Right. But um, up in Truckee, California, yeah. Lake Tahoe area, yep. my best friend's kids are, this is it for them, their last year in high school, and they're the Truckee High School football team just made the state championships. Oh, shit. And the game is tomorrow. And there Where is. It's in Truckee. Who are they playing? Uh, I wish I knew. A, a Nevada team, though. Okay. But there was this part of me that just thought tomorrow morning I should just drive up there to see the game. Right. But that's like seven hours. Two-lane road the whole way, too. you all night. Yeah. <laughs> partying with me. I don't drink. Neither do I. You didn't order any alcohol. So pa- by true. party, you mean watch TV? Um, <laughs> meet four people in your meet and greet? Boat. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. The meet and greet. The boat. He I, thinks I, there's going to be four people at the meet and greet. So if you're listening, if you could... Next time I come out, because this isn't live, is it? No. Yep. So next time, let's get more than four. Five. Well, Not including the photographer. Oh, my God. No? Okay, so you said, when's your first single getting first quarter? You said it'll be yeah, out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'll get it to you long before then. Yeah. Seriously. I mean, we, we got to play some. I don't think we play anything of yours. I don't think oh, you've sent so us sad. anything. Yeah, I will. Like anything that you have. I wonder have. if my manager's listening. We'll tell him. He should have sent it. Dude. Like, literally, I asked Cody today, the guy that does. I know, do we play any of Mark McKay's music? And he's like, who? Oh, like, how sad. Oh, that's so Is he one of the four coming to the meet and greet to meet me? He'll actually be here tonight. Okay, I'm so nerdy, five. Yeah. He's actually in, in, been in radio, North Carolina. He's cool. been around for a while. Good dude. I mean, he's... I've been on some stations out there. I'm surprised I don't know. Yeah. But, yeah, we'll, um, uh, I'll get you a song. Cool. Or five. Or five. We'll take them all, dude. And the ones that will be like Stevie Mons, we'll say that we're going to play, but we really won't. Oh, my God. <laughs> you know, we should have a big show with you and Stevie Mons here. That'd be dope. <laughs> you guys could be up to like CJ eight can people. Open it. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Then there'll be people here, though. Oh and that defeats God. the purpose. Oh, my God. Oh, my right? God. You're lucky I love you. Right. That, that and happens. Chris and Stonies. Hashtag Vegas stronger. I people. like it. Born in Northern California, moved down to LA, then you moved to Nashville. Yep. And what made you go to Nashville? You just felt like the you didn't like the the, the rock esque. Um, I think Nashville is the greatest place in the world. You live there now. Yep, you do. I always thought Nashville was the greatest place in the world. I just, um, you know, just one on one, man to man. Since nobody else is listening at the moment, sure, we're not on radio or anything. Sure, um, I just didn't want to go there where there was 
four million other people all trying to do the exact same thing. That's what kept you from going to Nashville? Yeah, just, I mean, I knew the business was there. Our agent's been in Nashville since day one. Right. You know, we have a great, great guy, William Morris. And, and uh, you know, I want, I, We've just we just built our touring up from the West Coast, and it spread east versus the other way. That's that's probably the best thing that can ever happen to you as an artist because West Coast is so difficult for everybody. Totally, that's, totally. I think the only other person that does West Coast like that is um, well, John Party is from California, right? Yeah. And Jackson yeah, Mickelson. Mickelson. Yeah, he's Oregon. Yeah. Tyler Rich too. Yeah, yeah. We were. I was. I was like joking with somebody the other day. You know, we headlined this theater in Northern California, and we sold. I don't know few several hundred tickets it was pretty pretty close to full for the size venue it was right and someone was like oh like i would you know that is that a lot you know and i was like well you know if i was from iowa or somewhere there probably would have been literally the whole city but right. the west coast is tough like we it deal is. with traffic and lots of competition and cool stuff to do all the time and yeah you know. we we call ourselves like the um the ultimate in all of that because not only is it west coast then you've got the competitions on a whole nother level because on any given night, like tonight, there's 300 things happening. Right. And all these people are in town with this agenda of what to do. So right. it's kind of like it's yep. difficult. That was a dick thing for me to call out Iowa, too, because I love Iowa, just yeah. for the record. Just for the record. Yeah. We don't hold it's that. a beautiful state. Dude, do you need me to erase that? No, it's fine. Go down the road? No. So you moved to Nashville. How old were you? Or how many years ago was that? Uh, I moved to Nashville full-time about a year ago, actually. Okay. Yeah, but so I was recently. I was there. Yeah, I was there Half to half the year or more than half the year for the last several did, years. Did you do the Broadway stint where you played nope. up and down? Not nope. at all. Nope. So I find that there's these there's these two different types of artists. There really is. There's the artists that um, move there to play there, and then there's the artists that move there to not play there. Yep. Just to get to meet the right people and do the right things. And it's some some of the musicians uh, will say that they've only played on Broadway like two or three times just to help fill in with one of their buddies that had a gig. Sure. So what's what's the difference? Well, I think you hit that right on the head, actually. I, they're you know, just two different kinds of artists? There just is. Like, I mean, I don't know. I don't know, how to, I don't know how to say it without just coming off like an asshole. But it's like, you know, some of us, some some artists pour their heart and soul into songs and overthink them and rewrite them 20 different times till we think they're perfect. Right. You know, and then we sit with other writers and change things and it spends and spend endless time making these things flawless. The last thing we care to do is play it and then have somebody come up and say, you know, can you please play friends in low places oh, or again, sweet home Alabama. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I think but then on the flip side, I did that when I first came up. I didn't I didn't do Broadway, but you know, that's how you break into the scene playing covers. Sure. And there was a lot of people that saw me in the very early days and all I did was play the country bars everywhere and and count off Copperhead Road for people, you know. And there it's totally awesome. I know there's I no disrespect at all. I just due I'm, diligence. Yeah, I'm wired to to be the other guy. What was what was the turning point from rock to country for you? Like what was the thing that just said I mean, you're wearing a Def Leppard shirt in your um do you like the shirt? I do. I fucking love the shirt. I'm oh, not. Cool. I, I mean, I grew up in that era, so it's kind of like I what's... love Def Leppard. Um, so uh, actually, it's really funny. I uh, had I was starting to really like m- more modernish country music that was coming out at the time. And like an artist like who? Who? Who like? Well, I really like what at the time. I really like what Keith Urban was doing. Okay, you know, I could still hear the rock and roll in that. But, yeah, definitely. But, you know, it sounded like country. Um, and I know this is weird, but I also really liked how at the time John Mayer, who's not considered a country artist, but he released two albums there that might as well. I mean, yeah, there's could have crossed uh, over, could have crossed over for sure. In fact, some of them gotten play on country radio. But I just I started to to like that. And 
like I say, I've always been kind of a classic rocker and classic country guy and all this stuff. Well, I actually went to a Luke Bryan concert when he was um, getting really big, not as big as he is now because it was, it was a decent amount of time ago. But I remember watching him at this sold out outdoor amphitheater and it was just everybody was like in cowboy boots and yeah. drinking and beautiful women. And it was like everyone was having like a time of their life. And the stuff he was singing about was so relatable. You know, it's like there yeah. you weren't like, you know, some of these rock artists that we all love, you know, we could we could both argue about what the hell they mean. Yeah, pour some, some sugar on me. Oh, <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Great song. Yes. But, you know, with Luke, like those those lines were just the line, you know, I that's clear. I, it's just obvious. It was clear. Yeah. Riding around in my dirt road diary, running around and late night, whatever it was. Anyway. The point was, I just was like, that's that's what this is all about. That's yeah. music that is just speaking right to these people. They're finding peace in it. It's, and and I and it was like that moment where I was like, I'm not going to do anything else anymore. I'm going to write songs full time. I'm going to play music full time. I'm not going to work my job anymore. And right, what was the last job you had? Um, so I used to work in the ski and snowboard industry. Okay, as a promotions guy for a long time. Which brand? Atomic. Okay. And they have uh, skateboards too, right? Atomic. No, board. but no atomic boards. That's yeah, a snowboard. snowboard. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. 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 Um, and then I, uh, somebody got me a job in medical sales and I lasted like, it was like the easiest money I've ever made, you know? And like, a lot of it quick. Yeah. It's right. just, they're good jobs, right. but I was so uninspired and all I wanted to do was, um, here's another one of these things that makes me kind of sound like an asshole, but I had to go to Hawaii for a conference and I took my guitar with me and I just didn't want to go to my meetings or anything. I just wanted to play my guitar. And that was it. Nothing. I, I hung it up on. I got off the plane on the way home, and I just said, "I'm out." That's it. Well, that's good, though. You get to do what you love to do. I do, and I love it. Can't get any better than that? You aren't kidding. How do people find you online? MarkMcKayOfficial.net. M a c k a y. So why is it a .dot net? Does someone else have that as a .dot com? Um. So we had .dot com. Do you want to hear the story? Sure. We had MarkMcKayOfficial.dot com, and this is a crazy story. Nobody knows. I've never told this story for the record. Uh, it expired, and none of nobody on my team caught it. Like it did, somehow it got past the business managers. Got, Some guy in India bought it, and he held it ransom. So he did, he did, and so I went to my lawyer and I said, I, "This is so frustrating." Uh, you know, he wants four thousand dollars for this domain. You know, and my lawyer said he can't do that. Yeah, and here's all the things. So my lawyer fired off one of those lawyer letters to him, and the guy, obviously, upon receipt of that letter. He redirected the website to um, anal butt plugs on Amazon. So uh, I I had to quickly open right .net and just run with it. It's been there ever since. He's since taken that down for the record. Dude, that's weird. I would probably put Asshole. some sort of a uh, no pun intended. <laughs> See what you did there. It's yeah. kind of like uh, um, I think it's called squatting. Yeah. Like people used to do that a long time ago. That's, oh, I imagine there was a time you could make a fortune off that. I used to own Rage Against uh, Machine.com. Oh, really? Yeah, probably 15, 16 years ago and got so much hate mail because they were always RATM. And one day I just Googled it. I own probably 150 domain names, like the weirdest ones ever. I own PBR Rock Bar. Really? PBRLasVegas.com, PBR Rock Bar. Wow. I own... One of those. Wow. But, and I actually bought um, Gilly's Las Vegas, and I got a cease and desist from them and had to turn it over to them, too. That is hilarious. Yeah. Bought a lot of them in my day that kind of, like, flipped it. I owned, uh, yeah, that, Rage Against Machine was probably my, my biggest one. I had it for probably, like, four or five years, and then I just kind of, like, gave it up because I hated the hate mail I got. Are you the one that bought MarkMcCaffeyOfficial.com? <laughs> I'm not sitting on anything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
too funny. Too anyway, funny. and then Instagram is M2McKay. Facebook's same thing. All of it's linked to the website. Sweet. If you go to Stoney's website tonight, you can see my poster. You can. And then you can click the link. You can. Which probably says my website. You can. There you have it. Dude, let's do it. I'm going to go do it right now. I'm done with this interview. <laughs> Thanks for the time. Country AF Radio's On Demand.